I'm Charlie Taylor. I'm Ben Carter. I head up Hip Hop by the Numbers on Twitter, where I use hip hop statistics to highlight the bigger picture. And I am lead editor of The Fifth Element, where I highlight the fifth element of hip hop, which is knowledge. And welcome to Digging in the Digits. Big weekend, and not Radio 1 Big Weekend, but Big Weekend is, a, is actually a festival going on called Radio 1 Big Weekend, but um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, been, it's been a long one, yeah, I've been in London since uh, Saturday, and I literally got back like an hour ago, so <laughs> I'm shattered, but it's all good, it's all good, dude. It's uh, the life of an independent creator, you just gotta, you just gotta create, it, man, bro, you just gotta literally. lock in. Just got to lock you in. You have no idea, bro. <laughs> well, actually, you probably have an idea. You have, you have an idea. You have a distinct idea. <laughs> I've been you have up a distinct since, idea. Of I've life. been up since 5 a.m. since, like, July last year. So, yeah, man. I kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know right. what it yep, feels yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. It's tough out yeah, here man, for exactly. us, man. It's tough out here hitting for it, us. Hitting it. Hitting it hard. So, you haven't, had a, yeah. you haven't had a chance to listen to anything? Um... I actually, actually, no, I have. Let me, let me go see what I li- actually listened to because I've, I, honestly, I, I kind of blazed, I kind of glazed over them. I listened to them, but I didn't listen to them. If that makes any sense. Yeah. No, yeah. I did listen to this. Um, yeah. So I listened to uh, Steve Lacey of uh, the Internet fame. Okay. Uh, I think I think he's the bass player for the Internet. Yeah. Um, he, he gave his uh, first solo album called Apollo Eleven. Uh, very interesting, you know. Very um, uh, very uh. Very, very funk, in, very funk influenced, and a uh, little fusion in there. So that was quite interesting. And uh, also uh, Beast Coast, you know, the yes. uh, Flatbush Zombies, Pro yep. Era guys. You know, just uh, listen to that. I, I will be honest. I, I wasn't feeling most of it. I think it was a bit fifty-fifty for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was, I was, I was kind. Of, I wasn't really, I wasn't really blown away you know, as I thought I would be. To be honest. Um. All that. I don't. I don't think I had high expectations for it, but like just from the singles, I was like, okay, okay, I see where you're going with this. And then, yeah, and I listened to it, and I was just about, mm, yeah, it was okay. It was okay. That's pretty much it. It was. It was okay. It wasn't really anything to, you know. Yeah, yeah I felt the same. Out, I felt the same about that album. I put on yesterday. I was driving out to my friend's house, and I thought, mm. you know, just it. Look, it just felt. It felt kind of derivative. It felt. Just very similar to that whole late nineties. You know, I really wanted them to really come and spit. I actually did ran the splits on them and Michi Darko and Joey Badass are all over it. And someone commented yeah, that, like I, mean, I yeah. wish the underachievers were a little bit more on it and I was like, Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I mean that's I guess that's kind of a that was a matter of they're the probably the two most popular out of all of them. You know, just um, you know, Michi Darko is considered like the best in the zombies, and then Joey Badass is obviously the face of Pro Era and also his own label. So you know, I, I get it why they probably had more more, more airtime than the rest. But you know, uh, even even that said, I, was, I was just I didn't really see where I didn't really see like a continuity. Like, yeah, that's what I like. At, at least I with at least with um the um Pivot Gang record that I listened to a couple of weeks ago, you know Sabra and that and his yeah, his I haven't gang. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, that scene that I felt that was better just from a 
it just felt consistent. Like yeah. the, the beats were consistent. Like what they were talking about was consistent. It just felt a bit more overall. But I, I don't know. Beast Coast seemed a bit all over the place for me. But, that's yeah. that's how I felt. I felt the production was great. Uh, shout out Eric yeah. Elliott who did a lot of the production. I thought that was great. But yeah, again, sure. and that's and that's the same way I felt about the uh, the Carlet album because after your after your um, rant last week, oh dear man. That I really, I've listened to that like ten times. I've needed some some pick me ups this week, and and far out I went back to it. But yeah, the first three <laughs> tracks I texted you, I'm like, you're tripping, man. This is heat. Yeah, this is a, yeah. this is a bop. And then my tweets got progressively, uh, my texts to you got progressively worse. Like, whoa, oh, ah, oh, no, ah, oh, it's mid. It's so mid. And by the time I got to Big Sean's track, oh, I was God. like, oh man, what the hell, Carlin? Like everything oh. Charlie said was correct, and then they the, the scissor track, the, the outcast. Oh no, no, I'm out. When I heard that, I was like, oh no. So oh, oh, man. that text thread was amazing. Like I woke up to all of that, and it was just like it was, it was just like a pantomime tragedy. It was great. It was like it just got worse. I don't and know worse. what you mean. I don't know what you mean. And then like, oh no, <laughs> it just blows up. Oh like. man. Oh. Ah. Oh. All right, but anyway, right. Um, <laughs> let's get to our topic. The show today's topic. Today's topic. So, what we're getting into this week is, you know, I said this before the show, uh, before we actually started recording. I, it's not obviously qualification is kind of a you know subjective, but I, I, I thought I was unqualified talking about mental health last week, but now I really feel unqualified talking about, talking about women in uh, in 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 hip hop because I just obviously we're dudes i think that's kind of you know you know uh, kind of people people that's not new that's not a breaking news right there but um no yeah i just i just feel like when we talk about this i just feel like there should be a woman in the room just 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 i just feel like there should be representation but and that's kind of like my whole thought into women in hip-hop in general but obviously we'll get more into that as we get into more in the show so uh ben this is a very you led you led show you're taking the baton on this one so uh by all means go for it all right well just yeah on that first point you know i i agree with you and i wish we did have a woman that we could speak to about this just on the podcast but i've spoken to women outside mm-hmm. of hip-hop and i'm uh, sorry outside of you know our yeah. podcast obviously and just friends and i think <laughs> yeah. like i listened to the the joe Biden pod the joe Biden podcast and i think it's a good idea to just get a male's perspective on it as well just because um yeah like we're we're on the outside looking in so we're thinking yeah. like why why are females so under underrepresented and yeah. the statistics which i'm going to get into are really stark and really d- disappointing and i want to the i want to mm. tackle this in three ways i want to look at how underrepresented they are then i want to look at why and then i want to look at you know a way that we can move forward because ugh, I mean, look, I'm just gonna, I'm going to run some statistics off here because I'm going to get in my rant bag soon. It's just out of control. All right, get in the bag. So, get in the bag. Jump look, in. Um, Megan The Stallion. Uh, I don't know if she did go top ten this week with Fever because the chart hasn't updated just yet. But if she does go top ten, she will be just the fourth female rapper this decade in the last ten years to go wow. top ten. Right? Yeah. Um. 
10.2% of the weeks in the top 10 from 2010 to 2019 have come from female rap albums. Now you think about right. it, you got Nicki and Cardi absolutely annihilating. You basically just got Nicki, Cardi, and Iggy. Um, yeah. So of the 324 top 10 albums in hip-hop since 2010, six mm-hmm. came from women. Six. Six. That's 1.9%. <laughs> So 98.1% came from males. Nikki yeah. is the only female rapper in history with multiple number one albums. Wow. There are only five female rappers with number one albums out of... Mm. And so there are only six, because, you know, Nikki's the only one with multiple. So there are only mm-hmm. six female rap number one albums in history out of 182 total. So that's 3.3%. Mm. Like, that's just, and I don't want to even get into female production. I will, I will quickly just get into female production because <laughs> it's worse, it. man. It's it's worse. So from 2010 yeah. to February 2019, which is where I I cut it off, uh, 134 hip hop songs hit the top 10. That that's three hundred and fourteen right. production credits. I went through every production credit. I delineated groups. So like Cubates, that's two production credits because there's two people in that group. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to guess? Did you do you just want to guess how many of those three hundred and fourteen production credits came from women? Take a guess. <laughs> Even ballparks. Give me a ballpark. Um, un- under fifteen. Yeah, six. (laughs) Six. So that's 1.9%. And two of those came Mm. on Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z. And that was a song that Angela Hunt and Janet Sewell Alepic. Sorry, I I butchered that name. I really apologize to you. Um, Two of those came on that song, which they wrote and gave to Jay-Z. And he put his verses Mm. in the middle. Mm. Uh, Beeb Rexa, I think that's how you pronounce her name. She has a production credit on the song that she raps on with G-Eazy. Uh, Nicki Minaj has a, a song, a production credit on Chun-Li. Emily Wright, a production credit on Good Feeling by Flo Rida. And Makiba Riddick-Woods, Love the Way You Lie with Rihanna and Eminem. And she does a lot of Rihanna's vocal production. So that's yeah. like... <sighs> it's... um. That, yeah, how do you feel about those numbers? Because I I feel pretty bad about them. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of it is kind of is really really sad just thinking about that because I have made I I mean I personally have made the real concerted effort to try and not just find any artist but to also just keep keep abreast of you know just female artists coming through because there are a lot you know I think and I think that's something that is probably becoming more stated and but obviously charts wise and mainstream wise it's very highlander and i think i've said that before you know there could be only one and that concept of there could be only one everyone everyone can agree right well you know most people can agree make a common sense that it's silly to say that to it's or it's silly to think that there can be only one, of course. You know, f- you know, one um, 
female rapper, uh, female hip hop artist. It's ridiculous. You know, on the charts or, you know, owning the game, quote unquote, being the queen kind of thing, you know. It's not, a, this is not a monarchy. <laughs> this no. is not Game of Thrones, okay? It's not Stop a monopoly, this. you know? Like, Cardi it, it, B and Nicki yeah, don't exactly. have a monopoly is, on it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is not monopoly. Like, this This ain't how many how many corners do you own? Like, I don't own them. Cardi does not own Mayfair, okay? It's fine. It's, anyone can, everyone can get on the board. But it's just, it, it, people agree would agree with that. If you said, if you, like, polled people about... You know, hip hop women in hip hop, and going like, do you think there should be only one female artist? They'll be like, of course not. But the charts say differently. The, the charts really say differently, and they have been saying that for, especially in this decade, for, for practically well, the whole decade. I mean, it's definitely you know, this decade. Like, it really, yeah. it really, it really blew up. Like in the nineties, you know, I've got numbers. Nineties was better. 90s, That's how it's regression. Was... That's it. The 90s was better. Like, I have the, the, the statistics. And um, uh, where are they? Here we go. Platinum albums per decade. In the 90s, right. there were 12 platinum albums by eight female rappers. In okay. the 2000s, there were nine platinum albums by six female rappers. In the okay. 2010s, there have been just five platinum albums by three female yeah, rappers. So it's just... But it, but you're right. There's no there's no there's no rule, and and traditionally and historically, there's been no. Um, there can only be one. I don't know where yeah. this rhetoric came from. It, it, uh, it, yeah, it's just it's just it it does it it baffles me to be completely honest because I can think of so many great female hip hop artists right now, like off the top of my dome. But it's just a matter of. I mean, it comes back to you know the conversation, the you know the point we made a few for you know in a couple of for a couple of episodes now. You know that exploring is really the key, and when it comes to when it comes to female hip hop artists, I don't know why it's so hard for the mainstream to just to just not even not even re- not even like look into it, but at least accept the fact that there are more than one and. There can be, at this point, saturation is far, far, you know, in the back, in the back of the, in the back mirror. Like I can't see the word saturation because it's no, it's not even possible yet. It's just, it's just five. That's that's silly. And the fact that it's regressed in the past couple of decades is even more worrying. And on in in off the top of my head, I can't really think of a complete re- of a complete reason why. There's probably a lot of social. There's probably a lot a, a social conversation here, you know, social psychology conversation here going on where, you know, people don't want to listen to. That might be it. And I don't want to reach the end of the podcast kind of point. Yeah, I was about <laughs> you know? to cut you off. I'm like, hang on, Charlie, just cool your <laughs> okay, jets I'll, in. I'll it. hold that. I'll hold that. <laughs> Because I think there, you know, I, I definitely have some thoughts on that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I nearly had, I nearly just had the complete uh, the the answer right there. But yes, we, we shall, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that, and I'll, I'll hold back on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta be slower in this, but yeah, one, slow, like, slower pace. You now. know, a lot of you said there is. I think firstly, it's, it's important to define why. Because a lot of people might yeah. say, yeah, there's heaps of female rappers out there and, and you just got to look for them. Yeah. And yeah, I agree with you. And, and I'm like, and name yes. 10. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the thing. That is the thing. Name people 10, always, literally. People always say, why are we so focused on, on mainstream success and commercial success and charts and numbers? 
I'm like, because that's their lifeblood. Like, that's how mm-hmm. artists make money. You know, yeah. getting them out on... And we spoke about this on the, the, the production uh, podcast and how social yeah. media is a way that people can diversify their revenue streams and actually yeah. make a living out of music, even if they're not making a living off their art, you know, specifically. And so if yeah, you okay. say to someone, as you just said, name 10... And they're like, oh, you know, Rhapsody, uh, Dej Loaf, Nicki Minaj, Kite. You get to like six Bro, or seven. I literally, I don't think they could. I don't think most people could even name Rhapsody or Dej Loaf. I guarantee. Well, they. That's the thing. That's the sad you, thing. You, you probably can. got. You probably got Iggy. <laughs> you probably got Cardi, Nicki, Lauren Hill, uh, yeah. Missy. Like you know, you that ten. Imagine trying to name ten male rappers. <laughs> like most people could name four 10 in 10 seconds literally it'd be so easy so Too efficient that's why commercial commercial and and i've seen this happen in australia with uh women's sport and specifically women's cricket where you know i grew up okay. playing cricket with a lot of people who had sisters who played you know state cricket even australian cricket and they had to work full-time jobs they couldn't focus on on cricket they you yeah. know they they just couldn't because they had to work they had to earn money but once TV started actually showing women's cricket and women's AFL on TV um, and women's soccer and they started getting the promotion they deserved, then they could quit their jobs and they could focus on the sport. And all of a sudden, Australia became significantly more competitive on the world stage in women's sport because yeah. they don't have to go to work for five days a week and then just train mm. on the weekends. They can train all the time. And this is true of female rappers. And it's just such a run-on effect. If if you're a young female rapper and, and you're just not seeing any of your heroes in the charts or you're not seeing them make any money or you're not seeing them on social media, you yeah. know, what are you like? What are you aspiring to? And I'm not saying that um, commercial success should come before the art, but you do have to be able to live. Like we live in a capitalist society. You have to make money to survive. And so if you're not seeing your heroes make any money, are you really going to going to really want to take that career up so it's there's going to be less female rappers coming out period because they're not seeing as many um you know it's it's there's a huge run-on effect and and i think that's that's the the main issue with regards to the mainstream success and the charts and you're right exploring is the key but you know we've said on this podcast so many times people don't explore they just sign into spotify and they're like okay spotify is telling me to listen to this this week and I listened to that. What I found interesting about Megan The Stallion was she was all over my timeline for about two weeks before her album came out. So I don't know if the okay. labels um, really did a promotional blitz. Uh, I'm not mm. sure, but I, I never heard of her before about a month ago, and then I, all of a yeah. sudden she was everywhere. So that, and then I listened to her album, you know. But if if she hadn't have been everywhere on my timeline. I wouldn't have even listened to her album and it might not have gone top 10 because a lot of people might not have as well. And so it's a yeah. run-on effect, you know? Yeah. I think there's like a, I think there's an economic reason here that you can add where, you know, we talk about streaming and how it's completely butchered, you know, pe- uh, people's pockets. And people are, you know, obviously scrambling to find their piece of the pie again. And I think clearly, well, not clearly, but potentially women have t- have taken the biggest hit out of that simply uh, from an artist perspective anyway i think they've taken the biggest hit simply because they 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 can't <clears throat> they can't do as you know just monetarily they can't get as much and obviously there's you know 
from a political standpoint is like you know gender pay gap and stuff like that in many countries but it can also be possibly uh, you know connected to this as well where you know women female uh, hip hop artists might not get probably don't get might not get the same money as you know a as a whoever you want a male rapper you want to name insert male rapper here and you it's a good point on you know you you made on the outside of you know talking about women's sports and stuff i've i noticed that i've noticed that constantly recently where you know it's like WNBA players having to go to other like places like Russia and they get a bigger salary there compared to being in their own home country in, in America there's a lot of female uh, f- footballers in England that you know are, they have like full on jobs like i think um there's one uh, <clears throat> uh Enya Luko she's um uh, uh, English footballer and English footballer and she's uh I think she's like a lawyer as well <laughs> so like she could easily just be a lawyer and be fine but you know obviously as football is a passion and you know it's and it's just kind of the same thing here where you know there are a lot of artists you know that could have to you know, it's it's ain't this ain't something that is just females. Obviously, where you know they have to get, you know, they might have to get a side thing just to you know keep afloat and you know and keep up the keep up the workflow. But I think there is, I think there probably is. If someone did research on it, there probably would be like a correlation as it pertains to you know how CDs have become basically pretty much obsolete from this, at this point and. Streaming is obviously king, and it's hard. It's harder to get money now and again, and now, the, these days. So, I think that's. I think that's something. I think there's something there, and you know, um, obviously at this point, it's, it's complete speculation. But, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, but um, it, it is. Well, it's, it's a lot. To your point about inequality and just inequality, inequality in general between the genders, it's. I think it's very correct because I actually ran some numbers for Central Source that started 2018 and I looked at uh, 2010 to 2018 across genres, male mm. and female. And males made up like 69% of the charts and females made up like 30% of the charts. So even that's across genres as pop, rock, country, you know, like pop was probably the closest but apart from that, it was mm. still it was still so divided, and we see this in in all aspects of society. You said something about um, that that prompted me to think of privilege and, and male privilege because yeah. a lot of a lot of men. When I tweeted this stuff out about me and the stallion, one one person in particular was saying, you know, female rappers just rap about sucking dick. They don't rap about anything. <laughs> that you know most of hip-hop audience will care about and i'm like and then they say you know hip female rappers actually actually have to be good they're like female rappers have to be good otherwise we won't fuck with them and i'm kind of like man are you listening are you listening are you listening to the stuff that's hitting the top 10 these days are you listening to nabs are you telling me that are you telling me that if a female rapper released bad habits that she would go number one (laughs) no no, 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 no. Are you telling me a female rapper who dropped, I don't know, six nines, dummy boy? That another go another nav, another nav shot. Oh, sorry, man, that album is just. <laughs> but like the but the mid to low grade hip hop albums that are hitting the top ten these days. You know, look, man. I know it's a new generation. I know they're vibing off the energy. But come on, 
come on. Like even the review scores, like Nav got a 41 out of 100. Like female rappers, if a female rapper dropped that project, it goes nowhere. So there's there's a massive amount of white, uh, sorry, I said white privilege. There's a lot of white privilege in the world, but there's a massive amount of um of male Stay on privilege topic. as well <laughs> in this um in this in this instance, and and we forget yeah. about it. We forget about it as males, and and like I say, white privilege because um like a lot of the time, unless we're made aware of our privilege or unless we're um cognizant of it or we see it working explicitly in action. Yep. It's very hard because we because we have this privilege. It's not something we think about. It's not something we're banging up against or a, a wall that we're trying to break down. The door is already open for us and we just walk through it without a thought. You don't need to think about it. And so I think a lot of uh, hip-hop listeners who are male who say this, women just have to be good rappers and they're not as good a rappers as men. You're not... I Look, I don't want to put you on blast, but I don't think you are thinking about this. I don't think you're realizing that... As a male, we have the privilege to say that because we don't have to think about it. We don't have to worry about it. You know, there's a huge market out there already for us. And this is just a ridiculous thing to say. This is I just I just disagree with it. And I think it's a it's a definitely a male privilege thing, and that's why there's so much inequality in in this industry and in, in this genre. Especially this genre. I I mean, and dudes that say that even you know, the 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 there's no good female rappers out there. Just annoys it's me just because man, you're not listening to Rhapsody or No Name. Like, come literally, on, literally, come that's on, like man. Cause it's it's li- that's literally it. Like, they're not the, <clears throat> you know, I love Rhapsody and No Name, and they're not they're not top. They're not in the they're not on that commercial level as a Nicki or Cardi, and that's what and that's what truly jars me. So, you know, when they when people make that argument, it just throws me so many ways. Like I feel like I'm Stretch Armstrong going like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing?" It's just like, it's it's it's, it's silly. But even on just being specific to Megan Thee Stallion, I find it so funny that he's that uh, uh, that my man said that, uh, uh, that, that stupid last statement because literally the whole album is probably the most. There's a there's a. The reason I think I think I've actually I said this you know obviously said a couple of weeks ago that I listened to the album and you know it's the first time where I felt like you know I've I can understand what's what, what's going on here you know I couldn't really I can't I couldn't really do that with Nikki or Cardi you know I couldn't really I couldn't really just lock in like that but yeah, I, yeah. I find what I find great about Megan Thee Stallion is because it's a it's a method of it's a, it's a, it's a really great she she finds a she's found a really great niche of trying of uh, of of talking about you know she she talks about getting money you know she talks about that kind of stuff that you know the other the other two in this scenario have have done for many years but she she just has this um she she there's the fact that the whole album is about like uh, you know pimping and like putting herself in a predominantly what you think is a male space you know you don't think of a you don't think of a female pimp but it's just the persona she gives on the album is so it seems real true to life and i just i just can't i I just can i can get it with you know with other artists in that similar vein uh but so when when men says that it just uh i don't think she 
well, she probably does talk about it, but, well, sex talk, yeah, that's probably, yeah, sex talk is very, um, yeah, that's very on, on, on message, but, um, <laughs> if anyone else listens to that, but, um, yes, yeah, uh, just, just, I just find, I just find her fascinating on a, on a, on a level where finally there's someone in that, because, you know, the, on, a, on another point, there have been, it's easy, it's easy to put, label women in them two categories and I think we know what those categories are it's super easy to do it and in the past couple of years I've tried to not do it but I think you know for most I think for most people it's really really easy just to put them in those two categories and 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 funny and funny enough the people the people that say there are no good female rappers out there they're usually in the in the other label and they're not and they're not commercially successful, you know, ninety percent of them. So uh, uh, compared to the other, the the quote unquote other label, so it, it's it's a lot of there's a lot of dynamics, uh, social dynamics there that just yeah fascinate me and uh, and and uh, some and something that again like I mean like like you said, which I completely agree with, that men can't fix themselves into realizing that you know it's not a it's not a monolith it's not you know they're not they don't all talk about sucking dick they don't all talk about <clears throat> they don't all talk about getting money or whatever you whatever you know insert cliche here so it's a social commentary it's because... exhausting that's the word it is exhausting because it's a social commentary where people who are presented with something that maybe makes them feel a little bit uncomfortable or maybe, you know, I keep using the word privilege. I do love to use this word, but it does challenge their privilege or their comfort zone a little bit yeah. and saying that, you know, uh, males are, are way overrepresented in hip hop and females are underrepresented. What do we do about it? And immediately, that rather than taking that step and thinking about how we can work through it and what we can do, it's just easier to to dismiss it and say, no, well, females aren't as good as males at, at rapping. So, and if they were, they would be uh, just as successful. Bang, end of conversation. And you see this in yep. a lot of realms of, of social interaction. So that's not super surprising. Um, it's very sad and it's very frustrating. And and then when when those those arguments come up under the light, like they look really really funny. Because if you're saying to me that all women talk about rap about is getting money and, and sucking dick, like do you not listen to modern hip hop, male modern hip hop? Have you not listened to hip hop in general? You know, I was out with a friend the other day and we were talking about this specific topic, and she said I can't listen to like ninety percent of male rap because the way they talk about sex is just. Like, that's not the kind of... It's just abhorrent. It's a double standard. It's a double standard. Like, what, men can just rap about sex all the time, but women can't do that? Yeah. And so, this is a good segue into our second uh, aspect of this, is why. And I think, number one, because I come back to this all the time, and I'm (laughs) writing an article at the moment about major labels, and and they control, like, 93% of the charts the last nine years in Mm hip-hop. 93%. So, the answer probably is major labels aren't signing them and why are they not signing them now that's a little bit more uh i don't know what the right word is but it's a little bit different that question because there's a quote from mc light uh and she says 
that the costs associated with physical appearance, hair, makeup, wardrobe, all that stuff make it more expensive to sign a female rapper and therefore more Ooh. difficult. Mm. Now that's that's mm. MC Light saying that. If a, mm. if a male had said that, and I have had, I have heard this said, and I I looked for this quote so hard. I do remember because Rick Ross gave an interview on the Breakfast Club, and he got absolutely dragged for it because I think it was Angela asked him, it might have been Charlemagne, said, "Why wouldn't you sign a female rapper?" And he said verbatim. I think it was like I've got it in in quotes here. It was basically I would end up fucking a female rapper. Wow. Like he got smashed for that. And then wow. I remember someone came out and said, well, there are more costs associated with signing a female rapper because you have to pay for their, you know, more wardrobe, more makeup. And yeah. with a bunch of a bunch of male rappers, you can just chuck some hoodies on them. <laughs> and, um, you know, like you can, yeah. you've got a great video there. You look yeah. at something like 99 Problems by Jay-Z, which is a classic video, but mm. I don't know that it would have cost anywhere near as much as some of uh, Nikki's videos. Now, I don't know, I don't, I'm not privy to marketing budgets and, and things like that, so I don't know yeah. if this is the case. Um, but what I want to posit is that major labels have so much uh, analytics. And someone actually uh, replied to my tweet, which gave me pause, uh, cause for pause, thought for pause. I don't know what that, I'm trying to introduce... <laughs> new I've, I've got my synonym finder in front of me i'm like man i gotta sound more eloquent on this this podcast i can't just keep saying you know and verbatim and as it pertains like i've got to sort verbatim. this out oh, damn but, someone's um, been in the thesaurus recently. oh man no, I've, been, I've been cracking it all out. yeah upgrading we're going to highbrow ladies and gentlemen <laughs> we're going highbrow the, the the response that to the tweet was do you think that um, he, he's, I think, I assume it was a he, I'm sorry if it wasn't, but uh, that, that account said, there's just more males listening to hip hop. And I thought about it and I thought, yeah, but 98% is male. And then I thought, but major labels have all these analytics. They have so much data on us. They know who we are. They know what we're listening to. They know when we're listening to it. Like if there was a market for a lot of female rappers, surely they would have tapped it by now. So mm. my question, Charlie, to you is why, with that information, like why do you think it is that when there's this huge inequality? Why do I think there's a huge inequality? Yeah, like why are those stats from, from the start? Like why is it why is it so skewed? Like what, you know, why do you think that is? I think the 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 MC Light quote is very very poignant. Actually, that's the probably that's that's the first time I heard of it. So you know that was kind of the kind of that kind of hit me right there. So I was like, that's 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 kind of that's kind of real. I can I can see I can see that. And you know I'm not a I'm not I I, I don't know money <laughs> a bit I don't know business like that in terms of you know how much it how, like budgeting and stuff like that obviously. But um, I I think the I think the inequality stems from. I think it's. I think it stems from a few things. I think audience is definitely one. I think audience is definitely one. I don't know, you know how how much, how much is it in terms of listenership, how much males and females tune into hip hop specifically. So if we, you know, if we talk about, <clears throat> if we throw like R and B in the mix, then it probably will be fifty, probably fifty fifty, but. Hip hop obviously is is obviously very different to hip hop uh, to R and B, which is obviously mm. you know 
on the same tree, but you know, in, in different branches. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, th- I, th- I generally, I, I don't think that obviously the male audiences, you know, uh, what's what's the word? Um, uh, synonymous with you know the ninety plus percent that you gave in terms of um, how much, how much, um, how male dominated is. That does I don't I think it's the li- the male listenership percentage is probably way less than that. So obviously it's not. This isn't. It doesn't balance itself out. So I think audience is probably a main one, and you know I, the the wow that that rear cross line. Mm, yeah, that was a that's a that's a very that's a horrible. That just, that just thing adds to, to say, the, that's just add to the list of reasons why I can't fuck with Rick Ross. But um, anyway, yeah. So I I highly doubt that's a. I I would like to think you know in a in a just society. That um that uh, you know that's not the prevailing thought with, uh, as it pertains to heads male heads of of independent or independent or even major labels. I hope that's not the case, but you know the film, the you know Hollywood film industry is obviously um you know um kind of uh, confirmed that in in some fashion. Yeah, the me me too <laughs> movements really. Yeah, it, I mean, exactly. come on, man, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it, like, exactly. It's awful. It's awful. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. So you know, I I would like to I would like to not think that is that that's the case, but you know, it all in you know it could possibly you know it it it, 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 it can be it can be imagined. You know, what I mean, it can be fe- uh, feasible to think about. But um, I think I do I do think the crux of it is just uh, of the of the source of the inequality. I think is um, I would I would probably say audience honestly just. Um, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, kind of said before, you know, just um, that people don't want to. I guess it is people that people don't want to uh, either listen listen to them for some for whatever reason uh, that, that they I don't know just don't they 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 can't relate or they uh, I, I don't know. Obviously, people have their reasons for listening to certain things. So you know, it can be relation. It just could be for you know just vibe or whatever there's obviously many many reasons for it but clearly there's a prevailing overall you know monolithic um thought that they 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 don't they don't they just don't want to uh, even entertain the fact that there are more than there are more than 5 you know um, in the past decade so yeah i'd, I'd probably guess... say the audience I guess the disappointing thing, because it it tags onto what we spoke about last week about hip hop being the most diverse genre, and uh, you said something great. Uh, I was listening back, and and you said like that's the most you know hip hop has the most words um, in a three minute song or, or something like that, and it's very true. You know, you're gonna rap a lot. That means you can rap yeah. about a lot of different things. You can rap about mm-hmm. a lot of different topics. You can, <clears throat> and and now that we're seeing hip hop uh, progress, like listening to Igor. Uh, I don't know what genre that is, but it's come from a rapper, you know, and, and rappers can just basically create anything now and, and maintain that hip-hop fan base. Yeah. And so it's a genre that has so much possibility and so much ability to connect with people on different levels from different walks of life with different thought patterns, different emotions. And so I think that hip-hop is one of the most important pieces of culture in North America at the moment and it's sad that 
women aren't being represented in it. Like we can say that maybe like obviously we don't have the analytics, but we might say that, you know, women listen to more R&B than they do hip hop and they have a bunch of R&B artists that they connect to and yeah. and that's that's great. Yeah, I agree like it's great that R&B uh is significantly more progressive in this sense than hip hop and I'm not sure Definitely. why that is. Like we could go back way back in time, but it, it, that's great, but it, it also doesn't address this issue at all. It doesn't actually look at why or the effects of it in hip hop. And, you know, the way I spoke about it, mental health last week, like I was so passionate about it and, and so, you know, it, it, I want I want women to be able to have that with hip hop too. We all do. We all should. Why shouldn't yeah. we? Why, why should we say like, oh, you know, there's a couple that's all right. Or oh, they can <laughs> yeah. listen to R&B, you know. Like, that's ridiculous. It's like, like white behaviors. Job well done. Yeah, it's like, that's such a ridiculous argument. And so, uh, it just makes me sad. And, and stuff like that Rick Ross thing, you know, it probably had a, a more positive effect in the end because uh, obviously he got absolutely roasted and dragged for it, as he rightfully should. And so people probably did take a little bit of a look. Um but it's just, yeah, I don't know. I, it just makes me sad. It just makes me sad. And, you know, there's another part to this. And I get hated on a lot for, for, <laughs> for talking negatively about Nicki Minaj sometimes. But there's a whole other side to this that Missy Elliott tapped into in a major way. Now, Missy uh, had her own label, which was called Goldmine. Mm. And 83% of the signings to that label were female. Right. Uh, Missy's had 19 female rappers on her own songs. Like, as a lead artist, Missy's grabbed 19 female guest spots. Nicki Minaj has had one in her entire career, and yeah. it was Foxy on Queen in 2018. Yeah. So, Cardi's had none so far. So, the way I was thinking, and I think about this with regards to, like, you look at back at Rockefeller... Um, ruthless records. You look at Bad Boy. You look at every all those stuff, man. They were, they were male rappers who were grabbing other male rappers and signing them and putting them on. Yeah. And a lot of people said, you know, it's not Nikki's responsibility to do that. And I agree, yeah, of course, it's not. definitely not Nikki's responsibility to do that. But maybe if she had, things would have been a bit, a little bit different. And and maybe again, we talk about uh, social, I guess social learning and, and social conditioning, maybe there's no market for Nikki to do that at all. Maybe that was just not a viable option for her to even do that. But, I mean, Missy tried it. Missy tried it and she did quite well with it. So I think there's a whole other side. Just rappers. Rappers can do this. Rappers can feature these these female rappers on their songs. and Yeah, it helps. There's, it's, 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 not, a it's not it's a, a one-way street. Helps. Like, remember Kendrick had Rhapsody on, uh, was it Good Kid, Mad City? No, to pimp off, like, complexion, yeah. Oh, man, did she kill that verse. That's and still on regular rotation, and, mate. That's still on regular rotation. I fucking that, love it. that, oh, dear. Like, I fucking what love a it. verse. And you look at the way Nicki blew up. Like, Kanye had her on Monster. And, yep. look, I'm not saying that she wouldn't have blown up without that, but yep. everyone still speaks of that verse. And that verse is insane. She was being called the best female rapper alive based off one verse you know <laughs> so there's a there's another side like i i placed the blame or laid the blame at major la- labels feet earlier 
mm-hmm. but you know these these guest spots and we're just picking out random ones because there's not that many you know there's not that many yeah you've approached on a you've approached on an interesting you know possibility of you know of who should get a slice of the blame pie and I do think that is a thing, you know, when when you said that, you know, Nikki doesn't have to do these things, she doesn't have to, but it would be nice. <laughs> it would be nice, yep. you know what I mean? It, it's just, it just would, like, if, she, and if, and like, you, it, when you said, you know, maybe she doesn't have any stake in it, I mean, if you, okay, Rihanna, right, Rihanna is doing a, is currently on, like, a real, you know, a, a real a real business uh you know empire building you know she's been yeah. doing this for a good probably 3 or that's, 4 years now and she's years put now, yeah. and she's putting other female business women and other you know and, and hooking up other artists and you know just helping out the makeup game for black women in America and all around the world it helps she didn't have to do that but it helps and Again, I don't want to just put the, put it all to Nikki's feet. I don't want to put it all to uh, you know, all to Cardi's feet or yeah, Lil Kim's yeah. feet back in the day or Foxy Brown's back back in the day. It's not it's not about whether you sh- whether you should or shouldn't. You don't have to if you want. But Missy did it, and I think it's just a case of you know it's just a matter of I want to do it because I want to do it. You know what I mean? It's, it doesn't if if there, if there comes a you know, I don't really mind people that that are so cutthroat with what their with their actions that you know if they don't if I don't see a you know a plus from it, you know, if if I don't if I can't see a a, a forecast of you know a, of of profit, then yeah, I like then I won't bother. Benefit, yeah. You know, I, yeah. I I I get it, I get it, I understand that, <clears throat> but if you See, this is gonna this is gonna sound like blaming, regardless. So I'm just gonna continue with it. If you if you care about the culture, I'm gonna go down this road. If you care about the culture, then you you know, f- and you care about your peers, then you'd fight to preserve it. And I feel like then I don't think many many of them are doing that. And I think it's kind of sad to think you know to think about that you know. And I think it is worthy that they get a slice of the blame pie that you know they could do this they do, they could do this kind of stuff they could put each other on they could create a whole ecosystem for themselves it's possible r&b artists do it all the time especially women brandy and monica like do you know how spazzing out though they two them two were being together you know they 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 they, they, they hopped on a whole album was it a whole album together or was it just a couple of songs? I forget. But, you know, they, they collab constantly, and it helped. It helped them both mutually. So if it, I don't think it is a matter of... Again, it's not a matter of there can be only one. It is really... You can all flourish, but there's just a case of them... of, of, of them at the top not doing it. And I want to make another quick point that I do... F- and again, on the social aspect... There is a, I've I have seen a you know a a very, uh, a very targeted, probably subconsciously, most likely subconsciously, you know, way of fans of female eyes targeting other female eyes, you know, everyone uh, immediately yeah, yeah. as soon as Cardi B about. dropped Bodak Yellow, Nikki versus Cardi, who's better? 
Nikki versus Cardi, who's better? And it's and it's and it's even here actually. Like I'll give you a British example, right? Um, so there's a artist called Steph London, and she's you know she's great, and uh, she's yep. she's she's a vibe. There's also an artist called Miss Banks, who she she is yep, you know I've heard of her. Okay, good. So you know, uh, commercially, she's probably lesser than Steph London. You know, Steph London's probably yeah, a little bit more more up there. You know, she's you know she's she's been on with tracks with Sean Paul and you know all the, all these things. So she's she's gotten good features on. She's put herself on very well, and she's been doing it for years. And so has Miss Banks. But I do see sometimes in Steph London's comments where there's there's just some animosity towards Miss Banks. So I'm just like. Why? Where where did that come from? Where where did that come from? Because I haven't seen you know I I know for probably for a fact that you know Stefan doesn't doesn't mind Miss Banks. I'm sure they rate each other. There's actually been a um, it's actually been a fashion campaign uh, I saw recently with um Miss Banks uh, another female artist called Linus and Lady Leisha. They they're doing they're basically collabing on a on like a fashion thing for Pretty Little Thing. So you know on a on a marketing tip that works. So why don't they do it on a track, and I'm not saying they haven't. They, I think they have um, them free. Probably, um, I think I've heard a track with them on it, with them all on it. So you know, it's possible, but I don't know. I don't understand why there is such a there. There is such a there. Again, I keep saying it. Fucking old Highlander. It really is that <laughs> they they they. Even though the fans can perpetuate it. I'm not. Say, I'm not saying that the that the artists don't, but you know, if it quacks like a duck, <laughs> you know what I mean. If if it, if it looks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, and you ain't being, and you ain't feet, and you ain't jumping on tracks with each other. I I I, I don't know. I I I, yeah. I I don't really get it. This is the interesting thing because when I did that. I actually uh, went ran those numbers on Nikki and and wrote for Central Source about it and I thought about this. I'm like, why, 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 why? Like, why wouldn't you? Because there's but like there's this trope in hip hop where rappers are expected to think that they're the best rapper. So if you yes. come out and say I'm the best rapper of all time and you're not, no one laughs at you. <laughs> Everyone's just like, yeah, we well, should think that. But yeah. for some reason, with female rappers, it's like they they don't do it with male rappers, but they do it with female rappers. They'll pit them against each other. So if Nikki comes out and says, I'm the best female rapper in the world, everyone will be like, oh, Nikki's throwing smoke at Cardi. You know, like, what are you yeah. talking about, man? Like, you didn't say that when Jay-Z came out and, and you didn't say, oh, Jay-Z's throwing smoke at Eminem. Like, what are you talking exactly. about? So there's there's different angles to this. The first is, and I just wrote this down on my little piece of paper, and I've thought this for a while, and this is, goes back to social conditioning. It goes back to inequality between the genders. It goes mm-hmm. back to everything. Mm-hmm. Are males scared to be outrapped by females on their own song? Is this why we haven't got so many female features on male rap albums? Are they are they Maybe. scared? And again, I made this point about Nicki. Is she scared that a fe- another female rapper is going to outrap her on her own track? Yeah, maybe. I think that's genuine. Yeah. I think that's I think that's an angle to explore, and I think that's a yeah. a, a thing to keep in mind mm, and a, mm. a possible explanation for this lack of collaboration. I also think that mainstream media plays a massive role in this. You know, all these think pieces came out, uh, and every time Nikki breathed, basically they're like, "Oh, Nikki's this and Cardi," you know, like they they pitted them against each other from day one, and 
I'm not saying that it's they created this climate of of only one female rapper can be at the top at once, but there was a big movement to just stop calling them female rappers, period, and just say they're just rappers, you know, they're just regular rappers. But it never, for some reason, it never caught on. And uh, I don't know, like people don't really speak about it with R&B. I mean, I guess you kind of do, like male R&B, female R&B. But I think that mainstream media has just really tapped into this and propelled it along this idea of the Nicki versus Cardi or I think it's getting a little bit better with the tier just below. So with Cupcake, Lizzo, uh, Megan Thee Stallion, you know, I think I don't think anyone's pitting them against each other, which I like. Yeah, but show. it's still this idea that there can't be, you know, one female rapper at the top, and it's just being perpetuated. But uh, yeah, that, that was the thoughts I had on it. But that's think, the thing. That's the thing in it. You know, the fact that we have basically, we literally just subconsciously kind of tiered it, where. You know, we say we say male rappers, and then just below is female rappers, and then there's tears below that. You know what I mean? We've basically already done that, and we didn't even clock it. You know what I mean? It's 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 so ingrained. It, at this it point. really is ingrained, and it just it kind of it jar, it really does jar me thinking about it. And on the on the you know on the we're not female rappers, we're rappers. You know, um, conversation. I, there's there's a lot of there are a lot of female hip hop artists that are, you know, have that have been say, that have said that in the past few years. You know, Jean Grey really pushes that. I think Absolutely, she has it on a freaking. Yeah. I think she has that on a Twitter bio. She's so <laughs> she makes she makes such a point of it. Shout out to Jean Grey. She yeah, can shout out to Jean Grey. She's great. Um, and you know, Rhapsody. I saw her live last year. She said that emphatically at the end of it. Yeah. I saw Kuunaru a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a week or so ago, and she said that. Yeah, they all they, most of them do th- most of them do have that mentality, and they say it during their shows. They say it on wax. They, you know, they say it live, and I completely agree with that. You know, the fact that we you know have already we made a basically a whole episode on female artists is obviously for more, you know, um, just for more make it of of the conversation. But I think you know, don't wanna speak for you, don't wanna speak for you, but I don't, I don't, I try not to categorized them as you know female rappers i try i try and i really do try not to you know the, the my top five right now this i think um yeah two of them are women so two of the two of the two of the five are women in my in my personal opinion my personal top five right now there are there are two in there and you know obviously that's, who's in there who's in there who have we got uh, little sims and rhapsody okay yep yep yeah so you know i just i find them i listen to them as much as uh, I don't know, Loyal Connor or Dave, who's also who also in my top fives, maybe, and I and I listen to as much as much Little Sims as I do Kendrick Lamar. And I'm a Kendrick Lamar blah, big fan, you know what I mean? So it's it, that's that's and that's just me, and I don't see them as you know the quote unquote female rapper because they they are just they are just general spitters, and you know it's not a there shouldn't be a gender thing to it, and obviously we've done that in in the in the sake for the sake of the conversation. But you know, it's not it's not something I subscribe to, and you know, I don't think I don't think uh, a female artist should think that either. You know, I don't think they should think that you know it's just I want to be king of the female artists. Obviously, and like you said, with the competition thing, it re- there there is there is that there, and you know, that's just the that's just the 
that's just the nat- nature of the beast, in term- especially in hip hop, where you know it's, it's been built on, like we've said in previous episodes, you know, braggadocio and just like you know, chest puffing. I get it, I get it, and women can do that too, and I'm fine with that. You know, I, there's there's a lot of sports where I probably were prefer prefer watching the women instead, honestly, because sometimes it's just better from a entertainment perspective. But you know, that's just that's just that's just me. But um. Yeah, I think I think it's um, it's it's all fucked up. <laughs> it's all fucked up. Yeah, there's there's another like uh, I'm I'm you know vibrantly aware that I'm a male talking about this, but there's another side to yeah, speak of. Just for just, yeah, just for to... we are cognizant of that heavy. <laughs> yeah, it's super. But I just want to keep premising everything yes. I say. Like I might sound disrespectful, and I apologize if apologize if I do. But please let me know. Um, this is all for the sake of conversation and education yeah Yeah. the only way we can learn is by you know one great way to learn Mm -hmm. is to make mistakes and then be taught the right way but i do think going back to what we spoke about earlier about uh look i respect every female rapper's right to just want to be called a rapper but there is uh, a difference in the way that uh women connect to hip-hop uh, than than men, I assume, because women aren't really connecting with hip hop at the moment. Because obviously the listenership is is lower with regards to women than men. Because otherwise, major labels would be signing more female rappers. So I don't think it's always inherently bad to label them as women when they rap, because I think it brings a different set of things to talk about. It brings a different set of things for listeners to connect with. Yeah. Um, more specific to that gender rather than you know, like you listen to, to male hip hop and like, I think there, there is utility in delineating the two because I think that it allows women a place to go where they're like, okay, this uh, rapper is a female rapper rather than a male rapper. And I'm probably not like, I don't really like the message of misogyny and things in, in the majority of male rap and we can agree that a lot of male rap is misogynistic oh yeah so i'm just gonna yeah. you know i'm gonna go over to these female rappers so i mm-hmm. think there is utility in doing that and i don't think it's just my opinion i don't think it's you know super detrimental to do it that way um but i do agree with you it's like we have these two things we have these two poles and it's like they can't they, they're they're creating in the same realm but they're they're They've seen as so separate and they don't get brought together. And it's, we see it across the board, you know, we see it in the lack of collaboration. We just, uh, it, it, think of how many rappers have done, you know, duo albums. And then think of how many, a male and a female rapper have done a duo album. Like, and, and it's not like it couldn't exist. I mean, Jay-Z and Foxy were going back and forth back in the day. Um, you know, Jay had a mill on the label, like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's just a it's it's another it's another podcast where I've gotten to the end and I'm kinda like, Oh fuck out, man. The the, the the road ahead is long and dark and the road behind is just sad and I've like found myself in the, you know, I was talking to my friend the other day, yesterday, shout out to Catherine and um she was telling me about this distribution where when people don't have any knowledge of a topic, they rate themselves as having no knowledge. But when they first dive into a topic they, when they're at a beginner level, they believe that they're in a, at an advanced level, right? Because they don't fully understand the scope, but they feel the endorphins of like learning about something like, oh yeah, I'm really getting on top of this. But 
the, the way the distribution works, the more you learn about a topic, the less you realize you know. And like you, as it just goes down. So when you're you know, getting close to expert level, you're like, wow, I still don't know anything about this topic. And that's what happened with me with uh, female rap. Like when I first got into it, I was like, yeah, I kind of have a, a bit of a, a handle on what's going on. And then the more I looked into it, I was like, this is way, way, way more complex than, than anything I could have fathomed before. Yeah, um, I'll try. I'll try and be. Uh, I'll try. I'll try and be. I'll try and end it on a positive note. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna give it a go. <clears throat> please, please do. <laughs> I want to see this one. Please. <laughs> I need this. Um, you know the fact that in the past few years, right? The shout out to Miss Elliot because I really do think there was a there was a good chunk of about ten years or so where she she had her you know she had a she had a good run you know she had her so addicted and under construction you know those those dropped and they were great and then she kind of just uh, you know in the advent of like social media she she just you know wasn't she wasn't present but i've noticed in the past couple of years that they they've they're giving her her roses when she's alive and obviously she's not yep. old or anything but it's Very it's true. good it's good that people are recognizing Miss Yellow for her influence and on the same on maybe more of more level than you know someone like Lil Kim who you know has been hailed by Nikki and uh, and, and many and many and many others you know and, as an inspiration which is which is fine and I, th- I find that a kind of a, a real good thing and a potential a potential silver lining here where we are starting to recognize some, not all, but some female uh, hip hop eyes back in the day, and giving them their roses, why they can still, do, and why they still want to do their things, basically. And you know, obviously, it's been a uh, the 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 um what's the word? The 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 correlation is obviously been a bit negative in the past couple of years in the past few decades where you know it's just we we had we had a lot of great female hip-hop artists on the top of the at the top of the game in the 90s and then then it just went by the wayside i think it can get back to that i really do think it can get back to that i just think it's a matter of i mean back to back to dude that you know said there's no great female rappers out there the female rappers i've listened to in the past few years are so unappreciated it's absurd and I will I've like I said at the start of the podcast you know I've tried to make a you know concerted effort to try and recognize that there are you know more than more than 10 (laughs) female hip hop artists out there you know and um it is I think it is I, I think it is something that will get better over time I think it's as you know similar to similar to is it similar to mental health and hip hop I guess in terms of I guess it's similar in terms of getting up there and you know in the in the in the in the mainstream space where you know we obviously have put our foot off the gas in terms of supporting the, uh, those artists that are female and are still and they're doing their things you know Lizzo was on my TL a lot 
when the album dropped. Yep, there was a lot of people too, talking yep, about. There was a lot of people talking about her. I don't think. I don't think ten years ago she, she would. She would. She would have been there ten years ago. She. She really wouldn't have. I think this is a great time for someone like Lizzo to be to be here. There is a great time for someone like No Name to be here. It's a great time for someone like Lil Sims or uh, Amai Mooney Yusuf, you know, and and it is I think it is something that is come to. I think there is a, a palette, you know, uh, um, there's a palette growing somewhere somehow, and I feel like I'm there. I feel like I'm. Re- I feel like I'm personally already there. And I th- and, good, I, yeah. and I think that there is something. I think there is something that can possibly grow out of this. You know, statistically, it may not look good, but I think there is. I think I think f- f- women in hip hop can be hopeful that they can they can create spaces for themselves now, and you know they're they're just getting to that. You know, males always have a head start when it comes to trying to find that trying to find that niche or that. Or that leg up, and you know they don't. They, they, you know they obviously don't put women on as much as they. I think they should, and female artists on the top of the game don't don't do it as as much as I feel like they should. So that requires for people like Lizzo, like No Name, like Lil Sims to do it on their own, and they've finally found that point. And I can only I can only see it getting better in the next you know couple of decades where someone like a little Sims can, you know, still drop albums and they can be, and they can be an inspiration to another whole generation, especially in the UK. I can, I really think she can be something like I really, I put her in my top five for a reason. I listen to her constantly for a reason. And I feel like there's something there and I feel like there's something for, for, for a lot of women. Um, so, and, and, as, and again, from an audience perspective, if they, if the if the space is there, then I think that women it it does take for the women in the audience to 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 invest as much time into that as much as they do into an uh, an R and B for an example. So, you know, I think if it grows think, enough, yeah, well, then the then the people will come for the fruit. It's well said, and you know it's going to grow. Social media is allow as you said, allowing them a space now, um, allowing artists from all different uh like content i guess directions a space and allowing an audience that will connect with that and so i'm sure i'm sure you're right i'm sure it will grow from here um but you pretty much summed it up i think it's well said well said yes i'm the mvp of this episode anyway lighter note it's uh, it's your turn for a lighter note so away you go well, what have you got okay well, I mean, it's my turn for the light note, but it's going to be focused on you. Oh, because shit. Because <laughs> I really think, you know, you're, you're, you have a podcast called What's Good. Yes, I do. I really think you need a spin-off podcast called What's Bad. Because <laughs> when you get in your, ba- your bag about these things that you don't like, like I, you know, you just teed up AirPods during a week as well, I saw. <laughs> And like last week with Khaled, man, I've never heard you so lucid. I've never heard you so... <laughs> eloquent i've never heard no, you so focused i heard you i heard charlie that come out eloquent. and i was like man we need a we need a charlie that what's bad eloquent. podcast because oh man it was so glorious the way you teed him up you just went to town on oh. dj Carlet. 
We need a What's Bad podcast. What's bad this week, Charlie? <laughs> Why are you so angsty, man? Bro, stop. <laughs> Honestly, you know what? So, I've said this before, and what's good, you know, I've, I've said it before, that I use, I, use the, I use what's good to talk about what I want to talk about. And sometimes I want to bitch and moan. And... <laughs> and you know and also i want to give a perspective on things that i don't see any any i don't see in most places you know what i mean so you know sometimes it can be negative and i understand that uh you know from a, just a news perspective it can be from what i talk about can be negative but <laughs> there is no way in hell you're labeling my dj Khaled rat as eloquent <laughs> That was oh, erratic, it was, bro. No, it was I've been, well I've, said. I've been, I've been so much more pinpoint and so much more, you know, laser focused on it on a roast topic. Trust me, <laughs> that's oh, not even top boy. five. That's not even top five. You know that you've, you've just got the taste, my guy. <laughs> I hope, I'm, I'm always, glad you I'm enjoyed almost... it, and I'm, glad, and I'm oh. glad you brought it up for a lighter note. <laughs> And I you appreciate got more in the that. clip. And I appreciate you got more that. in the clip. <laughs> I reckon we should just rename lighter note to what Charlie hates no, this week. What, no, what pissed no. Charlie off? <laughs> and then just light the fuse and just no. watch it explode. <laughs> I could not stop laughing Don't last gas week. Me up. Like, Don't gas me up. No, no, no. <laughs> I did a, I did a, I did a video on my Instagram, and before we did the podcast, I was in such a bad mood. I'm like, I know Charlie's got some heat, so I'm going to record this video now. And then I'm going to record one after and see oh. if my mood has changed. And then after I just was smiling, laughing, and everyone's like, oh, you look so happy. I'm like, well, Charlie made me happy by being angry. I don't know how he did it, but it's a, it's a, it's a unique selling point. Do you, know how many, do you know how many of my mates love me just, just – they love me getting heated, honestly. They love it because I just – I just go on another level of like just of just pissed off. And, yeah, I you felt know, that. I I look I look I I look and sound more pissed off than I actually am. Like it, at the end of the day, I'm gonna sleep it's at night. It's about the <laughs> you know theater. what I mean? But in the it's moment, the I just theater. I'm just like I can't. St- I, I I just need to. I just need to get it out, and I'll and I will move on with my life afterwards. <laughs> but I do. But I do appreciate the fact that it makes people feel better. That, um, it that, was um, glorious. That, that I just, I just, uh, they, they appreciate the heat I just give other people, and you know, I, I'm, I'm here to heal. I guess I don't, I don't, it's very inadvertent. It it's not. It's very inadvertent. Uh, inadvertent. I don't seek to do. I don't seek to make people feel good by me getting angry. You know, if I did that for what's <laughs> That's good, a weird way to go about it. <laughs> it was. I don't know. It worked. I don't know. It worked somehow. You, you've done well. You've got a unique selling point. <laughs> It was very inadvertent, but uh, inadvertent. But I'm glad. I'm glad you found something. That I'm, I'm glad it lined up your day for a, for a bit. So, um, absolutely, man. And you know, um, I do have something yeah. actually on a quick line note. Actually, okay. Big up the fact that you fuck with Lauren Hill so heavy. Um, I saw it. I think I forgot what comment you gave to it. Like, um, oh, you said like Miss Education is one of the best albums of all time. And if anyone knows me, I have that top five every all, of all albums, no matter what genre. Miss Education. I can't. I, I mean, she answered this question. Name an album that has five distinct genre elements. Five distinct genres. Me. Yeah. Answer the Man, question. Man, uh, 
Uh, I don't know. Exactly. Miss Education is <laughs> top ed- five all time. Do not test me on that. Uh, shout out to Lauren Hill. She had her birthday recently. And it's actually Andre, uh, Andre 3000th birthday um, today. So pick up Andre 3000. I saw that. Yes. Yeah, so I saw up, that. Pick up her. Yeah. Pick up him. And uh, Tuz- yeah, that's, Tuz- that's I, I just wanted to get off. <laughs> yeah, Two Zion was just like getting me through Ooh. this week, honestly. Like, I love that song so much. Yeah, man. man that, and, them strings at the back. Um, oh, so good. It's just... Yeah. It's, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I love that album too many times. It's great. I another another album where sh- I wish I was a woman. But anyway. It's a great album, man. I need to just quickly shout out um, Universal and Urban Legends for publishing my Slick Rick piece. Uh, Slick Rick just dropped. Uh, it's 20 years since the art of storytelling. Yeah. Um, so I want to shout you guys out. Thank you so much for supporting that. And something that happened during the podcast, I want to shout out Tyler, the creator, for retweeting me. And Oy. I'm going like yeah crazy right now. Good so trip. far out, man. I'm I'm honestly I don't get the opportunity to say this much. And I listened back to the podcast last week, and I sounded like a little bit of an entitled twat <laughs> because I don't know what it is with my voice. I don't know. But I was listening. I'm like, man, this guy's an arrogant fuckwit. <laughs> like I gotta I gotta work on my tone or pitch or something. But no, I'm I'm not really that arrogant. Um, I'm very humbled and I appreciate all the support. And people were very supportive after the mental health episode. A lot of people uh, DM'd me and said it was an important episode. And look, I just thank you so much for saying that. Like, really, really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much for supporting. Well said. And on that note, we shall end it there. It's been a good episode from... uh, I have been Charlie Taylor of the Fifth Element. Uh, I've been Ben Carter of Hip Hop Numbers. Uh, we should hope you, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Be sure to share it and all that. And we shall see you next week. Take it easy, ladies and gentlemen. All right, peace. Digging in the Digits is produced by me and Ben Carter. The show is edited by me. Music for the show, piece and video games, by bonus points. Thank you to Hip Hop Records for the ability to use. Socials for the fifth element, hip hop via numbers, bonus points, and your Hop Records will be in the description wherever you're listening. This has been the Fifth Element Podcast Network and Hip Hop via Numbers Collaboration. Thanks for spending time with us, and we'll see you next time on Digging in the Digits.